Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome in, everybody, to the OBR Film Breakdown. This is your Monday Quick Hitter. I'm your host, Jake Burns, and kind of recording this here late at night, getting ready to pack up, take off for vacation, but wanted to drop by, talk about a couple things, and it starts with the fact that it's it's a thing that's, the more I say it, the less it becomes, I guess the way to say it is the more I say it, the more it becomes even more weird, which is not what you would normally think, but the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and I am I am sort of dumbfounded by this. Uh, if you listened all year long to myself and John Colosimo on Fridays as we went around the uh, around the division, we pretty much said all year the Bengals. It was not quite the year yet. You could see the outline, the framework of how this could become a a super dangerous team, but they were not quite there yet, and. It kind of persisted until the end of the year, and it really held out until late in the year when in week 17, Cleveland still had a chance if the Bengals lost a game at home to Kansas City to play in week 18 for a division title if Cleveland held up their end of the bargain. Well, the the, the Bengals went out and took the division that day and beat the beat the Chiefs at home, and that's sometimes how it has to happen, right? Like the framework of... Uh, you know the I shouldn't say framework. That's not the right word. But the plan in some of these things, and you've you've talked about this a lot. If you've been listening to this show or talking to people, you know about the Browns' plan and how it all works and, and links and goes. And it's like you can have these plans, these steps, this process, but it's never perfectly linear where you go from one win to five wins to nine wins to 14 wins in a Super Bowl. It does not often go that way. There are examples of it, but it doesn't often go that way. What you have to do is take a talented group and seize every single opportunity uh, imaginable and get the right breaks and the right uh, the right things to happen at the right time and that's really what happened for Cincinnati here. And that is not to take anything away from them, but they had a season where everything aligned. The Browns were beat up for a large portion of the year and their quarterback regressed and had a shoulder issue and they were not the team everybody thought they would be. The Ravens lost a ton of people to injury. IR, not the team people that thought they would be. Even though the Ravens and the Browns hung around, they were not as formidable as we all thought they would be for those obvious reasons. You mix in the Steelers with an aging quarterback and yeah, they got in to the playoffs, but the Bengals dominated them. The Bengals took advantage of the division, and that's what you have to do. You have to you have to go out there and seize it. They did it. They get a underwhelming Raiders team at home in the first game of the playoffs and beat them. Do a good job. You know the Raiders uh, obviously did a great job hanging on through the turmoil of their season and a coaching change and all of that to get into the playoffs. But the Bengals beat them. Then they play what I think many people would consider the worst one seed we have seen in a substantial amount of time from the conference. And that's, again, I'm not trying to take away from their uh, achievements, but they beat a team that didn't have an anywhere near really healthy Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, uh, you know, turned it over three times. They did what they needed to do, but that's the point leading up to this moment today where everything was against the Bengals. There was no catching breaks here. And what they did, look, man, I am, I'm, 
so jealous. So jealous to be down 21-3 at half, make a circus stop before half to keep it at 21-3. This is what the, 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 the Bengals' defense results were. They gave up three straight touchdowns to start the game. Then the half, you know, the play at half, and they stopped him at the one-yard line. The second half, punt, punt, interception, punt, punt, field goal, interception. You get a ticket with the right group. You get a ticket to the dance, and you never know what can happen. You never know, but you got to have the quarterback solved and they got a hell of a quarterback in Cincinnati and you got to have some weapons. They got some really nice wide receiver weapons, a nice running back. They've overcome the offensive line and the defense has been phenomenal for them. They've had so many great free agent sightings that have panned out for them. Trey Hendrickson, uh, among many others, have worked out for them. Eli Apple has worked out for them. Cheetah Bay Awuzie worked out for them so well. Right before Larry Ogunjobi's injury, that worked out for them. DJ Reader, they have done a phenomenal job of of plugging holes. Their free agency class is historically impressive for what they've been able to do, and they just they took advantage. And the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and it's hard. It still seems so weird. And Mike Brown up there on the podium, like I've never, I've I've been following the Browns for nearly my entire life. I've never even seen Mike Brown I'm, of the Bengals. I've never even seen that guy. He looks like he's stuck in two decades before the current one. Like, just it's bizarre. It's bizarre, but it, it shows you that you have to take things in the NFL. It is not about just getting by. Like, you, it'll work out for us down the line. We pay our due. No, you take what you want in the NFL, and the Bengals have. You know they're going to play the Rams, who win twenty to seventeen, and they have every chance of, you know, like being serious. Uh, this game being serious, and I think the Rams have a fantastic defense led by that defensive line that is going to give Joe Burrow a ton of issues. But it's a Super Bowl game where anything can happen, and I, I give the Bengals a good chance to win this game, man. And it's it's a Rams. Sorry. Yeah, it's Rams Bengals out in L.A. for the Super Bowl. I, you could have you could have said, "Hey, I'll give you the." I would never have put money on it preseason, but that's again, that's what you get. You 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 find the right quarterback uh, with the right ability, the right charisma, the right bravado to lead your franchise the right way. You get him the right targets at wide receiver. You overcome some of your obstacles, and you just. You just make it work, man, and 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 c- congrats to the Bengals. It it's it's I am out of words. I don't know what to say other than I am extremely jealous of their scenario. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
I still think the Browns are set up really well to play the Bengals uh, in the future. I don't think this is like the Bengals have a guaranteed absolute lock on the next five years. I don't think that's the case here. They've had a great run. They're in the Super Bowl. They obviously have, like I said earlier, the framework of a nice run here in front of them. Uh, You know, a quarterback on a rookie contract and uh, obviously a ton of money in free agency. They can continue to add. But in the, in Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow on rookie contracts for the foreseeable, if you still have T. Higgins on a rookie contract, they can be as all in as all in gets next year. Uh, eventually, you're gonna have to pay all these guys, but like that, you you get them, you get the right window, and they're gonna be in a window. But again, I think the way the Browns have structured themselves defensively, they can, as we've seen, give them some trouble with how they play defense. So I'm not trying to say like this is the Bengals division in perpetuity. I'm just trying to talk about the example of. You got to take what's in front of you when it's in front of you. There's no, ah, it'll come back next year, or we're guaranteed to keep getting better, you know, day by day, and we'll get there next year. No, it's, you take it when it's there. And the Bengals did, and massive kudos to them for some of these games with their backs up against the wall, underdog mentality that the Bengals have been able to win. Uh, it's really unique, really cool. And, 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 you know, you might be a Browns fan who hates seeing that happen. I, I, I'm, Good for them. Good for their fans. Good for good for their franchise. Happy for them. I, I don't I don't carry that sort of burden uh, with me. So uh, otherwise, the Rams beat the 49ers in a whale of a football game, where both coaches, yikes! I mean, McVay burning timeouts on challenges and 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 not taking a delay when you could have needed that timeout late. 49ers not being aggressive and going for a fourth down on the other side of the 50 uh, when they had a fourth and two. Uh, and and it's just that game was is is perfectly weird. Rams 49ers. This coaches and those franchises know each other so well uh, in the same division, and it was a it was a fight as you would as, as expected it to be. Stafford just made more plays than Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm not here to discuss Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he made some plays. He he obviously didn't handle others, uh, but a good example of that's the framework. The Browns' current structure, if they don't change much and they just change adding some skill, like that, that that 49ers group is the framework of Baker getting better and better, getting to a better level of himself and late downs. And like that 49ers framework, if, if they can add weapons, is the same sort of thing, helping prop up a quarterback. And sometimes you just need more, right? They, they've they been to the ropes in an NFC title game. They've been to a Super Bowl, and they have not been able to get it done. But again, that's just, you're framing what's acceptable and what's not. I'm sure most Browns fans would be head over heels to be in two straight or sorry, two of the last three conference championship games in a Super Bowl on the cusp of winning one, but you got to build it the right way. The Browns have some of those pieces, but not all of them. Uh, the Rams get Odell Beckham into the Super Bowl. And that's kind of annoying to me, especially after the revelations of the Von Miller statement this weekend. I really did not like how that all shook out and, and how Odell, and I'm not saying Odell packed it in and didn't play hard and was sabotaging things. If he was sabotaging things, they would have gotten rid of him earlier. He was playing hard, I believe, when he was here, but he did not want to be here, and he was actively telling other players not to come to Cleveland. That is shady, and it tells you, you know, back to, I love the statement from from Tomlin about we don't want hostages here, we want volunteers. He was never really in, and that sucks, right? Because if you look at the scale of Odell wanting to be here versus fans wanting to believe in him, love him, and buy in on him, it's so tilted, and the fans just wanted it to work, and it didn't work and, and, and the way it all exited and, and not saying that uh, there are certain people that people are now trying to remove blame from. I still think that there's some blame in the issues that the passing game had and not keeping somebody even getting somebody even more uncomfortable, more unhappy than they were before. I definitely think that didn't help, but Odell's heart not being into it's hard to like 
to say to have him saying that stuff behind the scenes is just brutal to hear. It's never cool. It's never acceptable. And you know, I guess if the Browns teammates don't have a problem with it, whatever. Uh, I don't, different generation, different group of guys, different different people, different thoughts. But I, I just don't. I don't love it. Just me personally. Your flavor could be fine with it. I'm just not. Didn't love it. Hated it. So now we get to hear a week of the AFC's uh, North Ohio, the other Ohio team, the Bengals in the Super Bowl, and all these stories about Odell getting out of Cleveland and how it's helped save his career. And it's just not going to be fun. And I. It's just not going to be fun. It's not going to be great stuff to hear, and hopefully you can skip it. I'm skipping it. I'm off to Disney this week with the family. Super pumped about that. Have some good shows lined up this week. We have Stephen Thomas and I talking about running backs and a big decision looming with Dearness Johnson or Kareem Hunt. We have another show lined up with uh, Jordan Reed of ESPN where we're talking about draft prospects. That will be out on Thursday. And then I'll be back Saturday to post a weekend pod. So you could, you know, a couple pods over the weekend. Sorry, a couple pods through the week, couple, uh, maybe a pod over the weekend and, and kind of run it like that. Could have taken a whole week off, but I wanted to get some content out to you guys this week while I was on vacation. So um, hopefully you've enjoyed this past week of quarterback coverage. More running back coverage coming this week. We are going to have up a piece on, uh, I did a running back review, looked at film for all you VIP subscribers to the OBR, looked at film, wrote that up. Uh, from the perspective of how those guys played, and then a, a specific keyed-in focus on Dearness Johnson's season because I think he was a real breakout player, so that will be up too. So check that out. Have a great uh, have a great Monday and a great week, everybody. I'll check in with you next week when I'm back. Maybe have a pot out Sunday when I get back looking at, uh, you know, not the hell I'm going to look at, but we'll, we'll figure something out, and we'll talk about it. Maybe it'll be about the Browns. Hopefully it'll be about the Browns. So thanks again for checking in on this Monday. Have a great start to your work week, and as usual, guys, go Browns.